You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. Still, we are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Still local experts, plural, <laughs> on the number one daily sports podcast network. Thanks for making Locked On Hornets your first listen. Every day, we are free and available on all platforms. That will not change. So you can subscribe to us on any platform you get your podcast. You can still follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Hornets. You can follow me on Twitter at Walker Mail. And you still need to follow Nada on Twitter at Nada the Scribe because he's still going to be providing all of the Hornets analysis for you. He'll still get into some of those arguments on Twitter.com that he just can't help himself with. He is going to. I know you are. So follow him on Twitter at Nada the Scribe. It is his last show as a daily host of this specific podcast. And I don't know if maybe that's true or maybe down the line. Who knows? We could find ourselves here again. Like we've had this. I was talking about this with Doug, how we've first it was Doug and David pretty set and then they moved on. Doug was supposed to leave. I came on. Then you come on and it's a three man host and then Doug leaves. It's you. You leave. Doug's still kind of on. I'm going solo. Then you come back into the fold and now you're leaving. It's been me as the most stable in the last few seasons. But here we are with you leaving once again the last show. I, How are you feeling? Like if I start really thinking about the emotions behind all of this, I am going to cry. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you this okay. now. Like I will say this a lot in the next couple of in the next however long this goes because this may go long and I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. There is more emotion for leaving this and having to leave this than there was for I just just leaving my my day job. And the only right. reason that this is ending is because, as you know, as others, I'll keep telling people to keep an eye open for um, this was something I couldn't say no to. And I love this job. I, I love doing this. I loved being the host and. This is, you know what? I'm getting too far into the weeds on this, and I'm saving. We're saving all this for the okay. third segment. So. All right, let, let me try to save us for both because, whew, yeah. yeah, don't don't start doing it now. We we yeah, we got early. a little bit. It's, it's the third it's third segment because, and I'm doing that from a completely selfish standpoint because I, I am not trying to be brought down as well. Because I will, I will go down with you crying a little bit, having the teary eyed. And that's why, hey, we're not on YouTube yet, so you won't see us. You might be no, able to exactly. hear a little something in our voice, and we could deny it but you will not see us because we are not on YouTube yet. And (laughs) so I am thankful for that fact. Let's get down to business, at least in the first segment, because we do have one more game to talk about before you leave as a daily host. The Charlotte Hornets, they play the Miami Heat, a division rival. They saved this one for you, Nada. It was it's great timing oh, to be honest Lord. with you. Yeah. The Miami the Heat game. Nat, and that's the worst part of this too. So they're playing the Miami Heat. Heat are three and one. They look like a at least NBA 
Eastern Conference title contender and maybe an, if you get there, then hell, you probably are an NBA championship contender. We'll see how the season goes on, but they get Kyle Lowry. We know the Heat made it to the finals just a couple of years ago. Jimmy Butler is still as cold as they come in the NBA. And here are the Charlotte Hornets trying to reach what the Miami Heat have been able to do in years past player development, create some stars, find some ways to get guys from the outside into this organization because it's um, so attractive. And here are the Hornets trying to climb that mountain at four and one seven thirty tip tonight. You mentioned it national game on ESPN. Does that immediately spell doom because the Hornets are yes. just atrocious when they play on a national platform? Yes, it does. I mean, honestly, had they gone into the Orlando game just taking it seriously, blowing this team out by 20, I would feel better about this. This team pays attention when it has to, and it hasn't learned the lesson of we need to focus, we need to give a full 48 minutes. This team has not given a full 48-minute effort yet, and they haven't paid for not giving a full 48-minute effort Basically, the only team that took advantage of, of it was the Boston Celtics. I do not feel good about this game. There are a lot of convol- there are a lot of factors here. Hornets are four and one. They've played really, really well. I wonder if the Miami Heat send a message nationally saying we are not ready to give up the Southeastern Division, and this becomes one of those things where, like, this becomes a learning lesson. I I am deathly afraid of this team. I wonder <laughs> if Bam takes Miles Plumley, Nick Richards, and everybody else to school. This doesn't feel good. This doesn't this feels like one of those games we are really like oh, I'm I would be coming in upset normally on Monday mm-hmm. and being like, this is why you need better effort from this, that, and the third. Thankfully they have the Trailblazers, but this upcoming game does not feel great. To, to like to like in a great matchup per se at all and i can see and hear what kind of headspace you're in right now just because you referred to mason plumley as miles plumley and if you're thinking miles type play then you yeah. cannot feel good about nope. the other plumley now we're going to get to a last request scenario here in just a moment the second segment we had a couple of people on twitter say hey before nada leaves can you tell us uh, your thoughts on this and that. And we got a few responses, so we're going to get to that in a second. I, I've seen well. all of these responses, and I hate them already, and I hate it, all of y'all for making me do it. Except for one. You didn't see one because you may or may not have blocked them. And so I do want to talk <laughs> about the one blocked request that you have into the second segment. But, yeah, the Miami Heat, Nada, you're right. It's a good basketball team. They're three and one. Their only loss is to the Indiana Pacers, the second game of the season on the road. In fact, it's actually, I think, the only win that Indiana has this season. Uh, Miami lost to them 102 to 91, but the Heat opened up the season with a win against Milwaukee, 137 to 95. How about that? And then they yeah. beat the Brooklyn Nets 106 to 93. Brooklyn's struggling a little bit, but still, Miami looks like a very good basketball team. What makes this a little harder, maybe even a lot harder, is the fact that PJ Washington, I think, is already listed as out of this game, so he's not going to play. Yeah. And Terry Rozier is doubtful. Um, actually, actually, I think it's doubtful, questionable going into this one. So we don't have a final word yet, but it's doubtful for PJ Washington. It's questionable for Terry Rozier. I don't feel good about either one playing in this one. Maybe Terry goes PJ doubtful. You would have to think he is going to sit out once again. Um, but if they're out with those two players, not a, 
They've been able to rely on the bench so far. Other guys have stepped up, but this seems like the type of team where you need everybody. If not at 100%, you at least need all of the able bodies that you trust on a basketball floor. Yeah, you need a lot of the guys that do pay attention to details. Like Cody Martin's nice. Having Cody Martin available along with Kelly Oubre off the bench is a little bit nicer. I mean, Nick Richards has done had a few moments. Mm-hmm. It would be really nice to have P.J. Washington to help seal on the boards and defend and do everything that he does right now. This is going to be a statement game, and yet at the same time, it feels like the only team that's capable of making that statement is the Miami Heat. The Hornets are going to be labeled by whatever happens tonight, and I don't feel good about it. Um I do wonder how this team is going to defend. I wonder how this team is going to rebound. This seem the Miami Heat seem like a team that will basically take advantage of the Hornets giving up more three-pointers or basically conceding a whole bunch of three-pointers. And with Duncan Robinson and the revitalization of Tyler Hero, this does not feel like a happy matchup. This does not feel like a happy game. I would tell anybody, if you really love yourself, to uh, just avoid this game at all costs, go do something <laughs> no, else with your time. They're going to watch. You can't tell the Hornets fans not to watch a game against the I, Heat I'm, on I'm trying ESPN. To tell, help, help them help themselves. <laughs> I still theoretically have to watch this game for at least tonight. After tonight, I'm done. But in terms of just everything, like if you don't have to watch this game, don't do it. Love yourself. Save yourself. Oh, yeah. Wait till Sunday to watch the game because Dame Lillard and them can't play dead right now. Save yourself. Move on. Watch something else because this ain't going to be pretty at all. I will say you, you did bring this up against playing against Miami on this national level. You are right. They are going to be judged by what they do tonight. Now, Brooklyn has struggled a little, so I think the merit of that victory has been taken away a little. It's still impressive. I don't. Nobody expected the Hornets to go beat Brooklyn, especially in their home opener, the way that they did it. There still is a little merit, I think, taken away because Brooklyn has lost more games than people expected. Um, Indiana, right? They're not playing well. They only have the one win on the season. Cleveland isn't going to get you a ton. Boston, that would have helped a, a tiny bit too, but you lose in overtime. You relinquish that lead. Like I, I think, I think the Hornets have done a, a great job, right? Best franchise start in, in, in its yes. history. You know, going four and one, it's tremendous. And nobody had them going five and zero. Oh. I, I can't imagine many people had them going four and one to start. But if you beat Miami, that is going to take this to a different level. There's no question about that because one Miami had this anticipation of being a really good team. They've kind of delivered on that with their start only having lost one game so far. We know that this is a division rival. You know how much they're going to get up for this, how much Hornets fans are going to get up for this because of their disdain for the Miami heat. If they beat Miami tonight, especially look, everybody is watching. Usually that's not a good sign. except for the Pelicans game last year, it is not a good sign. Can you get some of that New Orleans magic back, find a way to win, and everybody's going to be talking about you at that point. Hell, they already kind of are. They're going to be talking about you in a different stature. If you if you come out, you perform well and you win this game. You're right about that. Like this is going to be the one people judge the Hornets off of. Can I can I ask that they keep it close at least? That's all I ask. Sure. Like a five point loss. Yo, I'm here for that. I just need them to keep it close. Make it interesting, for for God's sakes. Because mm-hmm. if you come show up, you get blown out. Like, 
then the narr- the lazy narrative comes back. And then it's going to be, oh, those four wins meant nothing. Oh, LaMelo Ball is this. Oh, Miles Bridges Mirage that. All this stuff that is not going to mean a hill of beans in March is all going to come back. All this roving narrative. I don't want to do this anymore, guys. I just want a close loss. Show up. Play play well. Play decently. Not even play well. I'm not asking you. <laughs> just I'm keep just it asking close. you to show up. Just show up. Don't embarrass me in public. Please. Let that be my last request for anyone that listens to this podcast. Don't embarrass us. That's all we ask at this mm-hmm. point. Um, yeah, and I think, too, also your point that you were alluding to there, if the Hornets keep it in the same kind of discussion, Hornets win, they're going to be judged a lot on that. And and if they lose, of course, they're, they're going to, oh, well, the Hornets, they're still young. They're not ready yet, whatever. I think they'll still get respect if they keep it close. You know, the Hornets don't have to have a moral victory if they don't want to. That's fine. They're supposed to be competitive. They're supposed to go one and uh, want to win. But if they keep it really close as if if this is just a, a couple possession game where there's the fouling at the end, trying to get the ball back and it doesn't work out, you lose by single digits. I still think the Hornets will gather more respect nationally um, than if they obviously just get blown out or even if there's just a comfortable lead by Miami. So I still think you can garner respect that way. All right, Absolutely. let's try. Let's transition into the next couple of segments. But first, I want to talk to you about how this episode of Locked on Hornets is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi that's huge, and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes to the McFlurries. I'll go Oreo. They used to have Rolo back in the day. I don't know if that's still a thing, but the it, Rolo I think McFlurry. It is slightly, slightly. Whew, slept on if it's still a thing. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's the place you always look forward to stopping on at a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. McDonald's hits you in the feels right there. It's absolutely, they nailed that. I do want to go connect at a McDonald's on a long road trip. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. I'm loving it. All right, let's take a moment and then come back with some of the final requests for one nada here on Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. For right then, I felt like I had some synergy with Mitch, and I felt like, you know what? I'm in these guys' heads. I understand. I talk. I listen. I did all the right things. And then, I did you? I li- what voices feeling- were you listening to? Were you listening to the voices deep within your head saying, "This is what I think Mitch is going to do," and then you just regurgitated that back onto Twitter? That's what I always do. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. One thing I know you're going to miss, Nada, are those built bars. I'm Man, sorry I had to bring I, that I up. I miss them already. I ate, the, <laughs> I, I ate the special pack already, like the blueberry muffin, the pumpkin flavored. Those mm. were dope. I'm never getting them again unless I have to buy them. And I don't want to buy them, but I probably will buy them because they're mm. that good. Yeah, and look, it maybe, just maybe, because I like you all right, I could maybe try to get you with the hookup here and there. I'm not saying Please. I'm not making any promises. Please. But maybe I could hit you up with the hookup. And by the way, I had no clue, but I was actually at my girlfriend's house the last couple of days. I come back to my apartment. I go in the pantry having thought I ate all of them. One blueberry muffin left, one pumpkin churro left, or pumpkin 
puff. I think that's what it's called left. So fantastic. Really happy about that. Now there's really only one pumpkin built bar left because I ate that blueberry muffin. It's one of my favorites that I've had in quite a while, but the staples are still great. Order double chocolate, order salted caramel, order strawberry, orange, plenty of great flavors to choose from. They're high in protein, they're high in fiber, but they're low in sugar and they're low in calories. It's great. And plus it's why the built bar is the official protein bar of the US track and field team, which is just awesome. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Let's get to some of these last requests. So we got oh, a couple geez. And then we decided to put it out there a little more so so people could respond <laughs> and give you some questions. It was later. I wish we would have thought of this idea a little bit sooner. Because no, no, I'm glad we got what we got because you know, <laughs> no, not quite me. Fair, quite I wanted more. <laughs> I know you wanted more, but at the same time, these are the perfect amount. These are our listeners. I'm perfectly fine with the send off I am getting. Okay, I'm yeah, perfectly that, fine. Okay, well, that I wanted more, but for obvious selfish reasons, I wanted to bring all of this up to you. So. So let's get to Panthers Mafia. Prima Malone, a loyal listener of this podcast, has basically a friend of the podcast, and we appreciate the tweet uh, for Anada last request. He said, Walker, special request before Anada the scribe is gone. Can we discuss Zeller being loved while not putting up stats and Plumley being hated while putting up stats? I'll hang up and listen. It really is a great question. It really is. It's a great question, but at yeah. the same time, it was just like, Counting stats are not the end all be all for me. They're <laughs> they've never really been. And you know that about me like impact works like again. We just talked about this about the Orlando Magic game. There was an impact to the final quarter that Mason Plumlee had that. You know what? We hadn't seen before. I am very, very happy with what he did there. But Cody Zeller, despite not putting up the counting stats, had an impact on the game did a little bit more in terms of picking up on the pick and roll and doing a little bit better. The one thing that Mason Plumlee does better is he's a better guy that gets assists. Cool. Counting stats do matter. But when we talk about impact versus counting stats, give me the impact nine, nine and a half times out of 10, because usually the, the impact from the counting stats can be empty calories. Does that feel like a sufficient enough answer? I think that's fine. And no, I, I think it, it's funny. We, we sound so nerdy. Well, actually, if you look at this part of the stat, like, you know, it's just it just is what it is to me. I think Cody's a more effective basketball player. And if you look at Mason Plumlee, you might look at all the rebounds. The block percentage is significantly higher than Cody, but I don't think that means he's a better defender than Cody. I think you've seen him give up a ton of position. The one thing that Mason, I Cody actually became a pretty damn good passer as he improved during yes. his time in the NBA. I still think Mason is is very good in that regard as well. And and probably you probably see it on display a little bit more so too. Mason also was better jumping from a sand a standstill up in the air, right? So off two feet, getting out of the floor faster, where Cody was really athletic, and I think he actually posted one of the best verticals that we had seen from a seven footer um in the NBA combine when he was getting drafted out of Indiana, but the guys had a lot of injuries and maybe that's the case that you wanted to make against Cody. I think that's honestly part of the reason why people didn't like Cody. It's the fact that he was injured and he wasn't out there on the court nearly as much, which is, you know, fair. You know, I, I get that point, um, but but Mason, the rebounds to me, I, I was watching some of those against Orlando. Like there's a couple rebounds where one, he's just all by himself. He's yeah. also the tallest player out there on the court, 
especially or with with the Hornets specifically. And then you could say, well, the same thing for Cody, but Cody wasn't getting nearly as many minutes per game as what Mason was getting. You look at the rebounding percentage. Actually, it's very similar. Mason uh, ahead by like half a point. I think it's like 18.3 to Cody's 17.7 in their last year uh, in, in his last season with the Hornets just last year and Mason what he's doing this year, but the rebounding percentage is still pretty much the same. It's just the totals are higher because he's playing more minutes. It's pretty basic stuff. The blocks are higher because Mason is a better shot blocker. He's also not as good as moving uh, at moving and staying in front of the defender. Like you could get away with Cody out there on the perimeter a lot more as the NBA was starting to drift a little bit further away from the basket. So those are some of the reasons, right? Like there's a constant effort type thing that's pretty visible. And, And this was and this is also me praising Mason for being as active as he was specifically in the fourth quarter that tip uh, that tip slam that he had off the miles miss that was huge for him to come back and crash and do a good job of finding that basketball and slamming at home that's great I still think Cody was making the other guys work I, I think I think Cody is like a lot harder to play against as a big guy yeah, than is. it is Mason he's Plumlee. just annoying he's literally yeah. annoying hence why he breaks his nose about once every season <laughs> that's right that, that's that's basically why um, but it's I know Doug is screaming at us right now yes, and he's he saying preach to Panthers Mafia tweeting that in. It's really a great question. I, and, and here's the thing, too. I, I think he might even just be speaking for us because I don't think that's the case in the majority for Hornets fans. I don't think people do love Cody Zeller. I think they were ready to move on from him. And I think most people probably do like Mason Plumley better than they like Cody Zeller. But here we are kind of saying, yeah, Mason is we like, a problem we, we, we like the old white center in a can. We don't like this new thing, this new organic version mm-hmm. of the white center. We like this. We like the old stuff in the can. It came from stronger stuff. That's what we're yeah, saying. It feels different. Give me. Yeah. Give me the Indiana guy. You know, give me the good white Indiana guy more so than Mason. That I thought they're both from Indiana. Is that right? Is I think you are right. (laughs) I I was thinking that too, and I was like, wait, I think I'm messing that up. We need to look up Mason Plumley where he's from. from. Here's the thing. I think if I think because Eric Collins explained it, they're both from Indiana. The only thing is Mason played like his high school ball in something like Asheville or something like that. Okay, that's That's the difference. Yeah, goodness gracious. Here I am, a tall white guy from Indiana too, man. <laughs> you just <laughs> why I mean, don't we're white just, crime? Why don't I, white crime for shame? I know we're just prevalent as oxygen up there. Tall white guys that love to play basketball. We're all over the place in Indiana. Uh, they're a little better at it than I am. As much as I've not liked Mason Plumley's defense, still a lot better defender than I could be out there in the NBA. Um, but there you go. By the way, how about taking that context? Uh, that that comment out of context. If you were to just take what I yeah. said, give me the good white tall center from Indiana any day of the week. Boy, yep. that yep. is the yeah, worst thing yeah, I've ever yeah, said yeah, outside exactly. of context. Exactly. But here's the thing. Don't nobody come and aggregate our podcast like that, thankfully. So, <laughs> well, yes, it would be that would be uh, completely misrepresentative, but that's yes, a great. Is. Yeah, we can do the two Americas thing. I wanted we, to get a two Americas thing in before you left the pod um, as a daily. We host. act like this is we act like you can't bring the two Americas stuff up every so often when I come back, because, again, mm-hmm. keep your eyes open because you never know. I may that's be right. back sometime soon. That's right. All right. Let's get to another request that we had. This is Jimmy Brown. Also a loyal listener, man. Appreciate everything that Jimmy writes in like the trade request. 
Yeah, it was. Oh, no. uh, Jimmy's always had some good stuff then that he's written in. I like the tweet. I'm trying to find it on the fly right now. I know he put in a trade request. Here we go. So we said Nada and Walker before Nada leaves. Can we hear his thoughts on one last fake Hornets trade? Oh, dot God. dot dot. You think below is doable plus uh, two number ones or do we have to toss in a third first round pick? And so I the just fake saw trade, the trade. Yeah, I just the saw fake, the trade. The fake trade. He goes, knows better than to do this. Oh, he, that's no, why no. he's doing it. So just to get doing it. me angry one more time. Yeah, tip of the cap to Jimmy Brown yes. at J Brown Buzz City. So, so, so the so, fake yeah. trade goes like this: Gordon Hayward and PJ Washington being sent out to Minnesota in exchange for Carl Anthony Towns plus a couple first round picks is what he said. Do you have to throw in a third? Nada, this is your this is your thing, man. Go ahead and answer this to the best of your ability. Last I checked. <laughs> the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves were pr- doing pretty, pretty well. I'm going to look this up on the fly, the NBA standings in the West, because that's what I'm going to, because you know what? I'm good enough. I'm professional enough to stall. Yes, the, the Minnesota mm-hmm. Timberwolves are three and one right now. Now, granted, we've seen the Minnesota Timberwolves have a strong October and November and completely fall apart and poop the bed. So, yeah, it's, it's theoretically it's possible. Is it likely? No. And more importantly, if you trade for if you trade for Carl Anthony Towns, at, what, what do you think? Anthony Edwards is going to stay there? Like for what? For who? There's no motivation to do this, and only because this is a longtime listener did I not block him when I saw this trade the first <laughs> time. Because I saw that and I was like, no, we're not really going to discuss this. Come to find out, yes, we are. So mm-hmm. thank you for that lovely that lovely question on my final day as the daily host because lord knows if there's anything that i love discussing it's trades that don't make sense uh i i love that i don't even know how serious this is but i wanted to attack this like it was serious the funny thing is minnesota doesn't do that trade right no never yeah, let's say even if never. it's three first rounders yeah i don't think you do that either they could uh, be, because they you have be anthony one in 81 and they're still not doing that deal yeah that's right um all right we had one last request come in and you didn't see it, Nada. Couldn't see it because <laughs> you blocked the guy. <laughs> so we go to the request and one of the better ones, and I retweeted it. And again, you couldn't see it because you definitely blocked the guy. So when you go to Twitter and you see another request that we have right before you leave the podcast, the nihilist 11 writes in, I'd like to be unblocked by Nada as a last request. Now, did you have any remembrance at all as to why you blocked Nihilist 11? And are you going to honor his request and go ahead and unblock him so he can follow you again? So let me let me understand this. Uh huh. It is my last day. Yeah. And we're getting questions. And then this guy comes in and requests for him on my day for me to mm-hmm. give him clemency. Yeah, that's right. And he right. expects me to be a decent individual about this. That's right. He knows better. He probably did something to upset me or said something that I saw to upset me, and I decided, you know what, I'm not going to block him. So um, be glad I be, be glad you are not on death row and I am not the governor because I would not be signing your pardon. I will not be unblocking. Anyone that gets blocked usually stays blocked for a reason. Um, I just, I don't even know why it's funny to me, but I think it's hilarious that his Twitter handle is nihilist and he's requesting this and I really can't put my finger on it. 
I just think it's hilarious that he's doing it. With his I, I think it's kind that. of. I, I do think it's kind of funny. I do think mm-hmm. it's kind of sad. But no, there is no. Un, <laughs> there is no chance that I unblock him. None whatsoever. All right. Yeah. Sorry, couldn't give you that request. So two for three. It's not for bad. Three. Two for three. It's not a bad percentage. We appreciate everybody listening in and contributing. Asking Nada a couple of last things before he leaves us as a daily host, but not leaving us forever. And so we're going to try to keep that in mind once we go into this mm-hmm. third segment of sadness. Maybe some happiness, but some sadness as well. Before we do that. Of course, I got to tell you about Bet Online because they're back and they're better than ever. It's a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our website, updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED15 to, uh, excuse me, LOCKED ON. Locked on to receive your bonus. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. One more segment to go. Coming up next on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. Did you just? We got food at home. Alperin Sengun. You literally just. We We're got not food. going to McDonald's, Nada. We we do. <laughs> right. Look, I, Eddie Murphy out here. I'm, I'm Eddie Murphy right now. Okay. I'm telling you, we're going to chop up the green peppers. We're going to put it in the hamburger meat and it's going to be good enough. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. So here we are. Last segment where Nada on Twitter at Nada the scribe is giving us his last day. Uh, as last segment as a daily host of the Lockdown Hornets podcast. And he's going to go off to a new job opportunity, which is going to be awesome for him because not, I know how much you wanted to break back into some of this. I know how ba- badly you wanted something like this and now you have it and I'm excited for you, but man, we've had a lot of good times on the locked on Hornets podcast and we don't have to do the whole classic thing where uh, green day is playing in the background about a happy breakup. I hope you have the time of your life. <laughs> oh, we don't have to do all of that <laughs> because you are, I imagine no, going to appear on this with some level of frequency that is uh, maybe going to yes. suffice to some degree, but man, uh, ever since you came back on, dude, you helped me a ton and I was scared as hell when I had to do a solo host again after Doug was leaving me and the fact that you were able to come back on, we were able to do the podcast and have this going, I guess for a year and a half right after after you came yeah, back on about 18 months, about mm-hmm. 18 months. Yes. Um, yeah, so you being able to do this for the last year and a half has greatly helped me and helped grow the podcast and help call me an uncultured savage once again and resurrect that type of relationship <laughs> that we have. And so I'm happy for you and not uh, going uh, and doing the Lockdown Hornets podcast, man. I mean, it's 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 the best. Like, it's so much fun to be able to come on here and have the type of relationship that we do. I, I think we're so unique to me. You know, like I think both of us yeah. being able to come on here and we've talked about the two Americas stuff, but it, it worked so well being able to talk Charlotte Hornets, have the difference of opinions, argue every now and then about a Terry Rozier contract or maybe telling you to <laughs> calm down on some type of whatever you thought a player was going to do for the rest of the season. And you were telling me, hey, stop being a nerd walker. Why don't you come enjoy uh, enjoy some of the stuff that I am? Um, man, it's been a blast to have you on once again. Dude, this is... Like, it's funny because when I when I first came back, I didn't have a mm-hmm. day job. 
And I had free, a whole bunch of freelance opportunities. I was doing all, all of this stuff. And I had missed this. I had missed doing something where I actually loved it, where I wasn't bored by it, where I could operate. I, again, I could work with proper villains again, to quote Don <laughs> Cheadle from Ocean's Eleven. Like, this was so much fun. And then Tegna bought this. And then I got to talk to more of my friends. And I got to introduce people to more of my friends. And introduce the Hornets. Like, yeah, the Hornets actually matter. And then LaMelo Ball comes. And then this becomes this great explosion. And being a part of that. And doing this. And being a part of everybody's daily commute. Was so, so, so cool. And... I will cherish this. As I've already said, I miss this more than leaving. Like, I hate leaving this more than I hated leaving WFAE. And that was hard. This has made me a better sportscaster. This has taught me how to do daily content. This taught me how to do a lot. And without this, I do not get the job that I'm about to get on Monday. I... And the funny part is to all of this, like, I wasn't expecting to be fighting back tears. Mm-hmm. Actually, because no, I was, because again, because this is why I wanted to do it the way I wanted to do it before. Like, I'm not even right. lie to you. This is part of the reason why I wanted to leave and have everybody be like, "Wait, what? He's leaving?" And 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 just do it that way. But. Damn you, Walker, for making me stick around and tell people <laughs> that I'm leaving. I am kind of the worst for that. I know. I'm sorry. I you, I, I you needed. Are. Hey, you, I, at least we were able to compromise. We didn't give you this farewell tour like you were Derek Jeter leaving the Yankees. Okay, like at least look again because no one likes to be called old because that's the other that's thing. Right. A retirement tour just means you're old and you can't do it anymore and you're washed up and and everything else like that. And maybe I am just a little <laughs> bit. But. Um. Well, here's the thing, man, before 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 we finally put a bow on all of this, let me just tell you how much fun I've had talking Charlotte Hornets sports, everything that's gone on, especially in the last couple of years with you having this kind of platform to be able to discuss everything that we deem important, because that's something that we share both very close, right? That we both make sure to talk about the important stuff. And that's always been huge. And I've always respected the hell out of that because there's not another outlet for me to be able to do that with another person and talk about some of the things that we were able to do as well as have fun. We're able to find the funny in some of this stuff. We're able to find some of the interesting part that nobody else could really talk about and we would have that type of relationship. I thought that was so cool because I don't have that type of relationship or friendship with anybody else, especially on this type of public forum. And so for you to help me with all of that, to be able to one, be an outlet so that other people could listen to you be my outlet and for everybody else to maybe take something and learn from it. And you know what is also the greatest? And we talked about this a little bit. We don't love to showcase any all some of the responses that we get, but we'll talk about it behind closed doors. You know, we got an extremely nice message from somebody that said how important our podcast was to them for not only just entertainment reasons, but for reasons that really uplifted them during a really tough time in their life. And boy, you talk about getting dusty. Okay. Woo. Okay. Thank you. You know, and they they were yeah because <laughs> and, and you know what who had to be the, who had to be the jackass to show no, me that I was going to show you who was it's that important man yeah. I needed to show you how important <laughs> that you were and how meaningful you are 
to this podcast. And look, I think it's pretty safe to say, based on the Twitter response that you got and the show got, that you are going to be missed and how big of a part you were of this podcast. As I mentioned, growing it, making it listenable, agreeing with the people, disagreeing with the people, it didn't matter. People enjoyed your analysis. I'm one of those people that enjoyed having you on so very much. And you know, our friendship is real. That's what's also made this Mm -hmm. so good. And the other thing that I will sing your praises as I continue to just pour it on, but whatever. One thing about Nada, man, Nada Loyal is hell, okay? And we're talking about a business that is cutthroat, We're talking about a business where you don't get a lot of people like that. And that is exactly why Nada is so cherished by not just me, but plenty of people that are in this business that you can see in a very public forum too, because Nada is outwardly loyal to his people. And I pound my chest and appreciate you, brother, because you know that is reciprocated um, in a way that is not very much so frequently in this business. I try to operate myself. And this is like, this is going to sound kind of morbid, but if I drop dead tomorrow, I operate, try to operate like, hey, not everybody is going to say at his funeral, he's a jerk. He's this, <laughs> he's that. And so that's why I do what I do. That's how I operate. Like, I could die tomorrow, and I want to make sure that my funeral is as lively and has all the best stories and everything else like that as my life insurance pays for an open bar for everybody Damn to right. get drunk. So... Thank you, Walker. I cannot thank you for your friendship. I cannot thank you enough for putting up with the days that I would change the recording times. I cannot thank you enough for a whole bunch of this stuff. And thank you so much for the kind words. As you know what? I'm just going to leave it there um, because I can't. I I feel you, man. You know I love you, brother. That's real. That's all the way real. And I think a lot of people loved you on this podcast, too. We appreciate it. Not a scribe. Peace and out. We appreciate you listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Pull for the Miami Heat tonight. If you want to watch them (laughs) to the rejection of one nada because it is on a national platform, pull for them hard and see if they can break that trend of not performing once they have a national spotlight on this franchise. I'll be back with you on Monday to talk all about it. We're going to have a new format. We're going to be bringing a lot of people on to help me because you know I'm going to need all the help in the world to talk about some Charlotte Hornets, but we're going to have plenty of opinions. It's going to be a different format with Nada leaving, but it's still going to be one that I hope that you'll enjoy. And Nada, it's not, look, this is something I've always had a problem with being the sad guy that there's any time, uh, any type of change, but there is something else that can be grown from this. And of course, Nada is not going yeah. to go away forever. So we're just going to yeah. have it. Like that's, that's the one thing I'll, I'll say this. Keep one eye open for me, most importantly, and for the announcement, which will happen Monday. And then also at the same time, this is really not goodbye. Goodbye. Right. This is literally just see you later. And I do an awful job of illustrating that anytime there's any type of change in an industry that has tons of change. It's something I, it's yes. just awful at it, but it doesn't mean goodbye. Goodbye. It is goodbye to Nada as a daily host for now. We appreciate everything he's done. And again, we appreciate you for listening to Locked on Hornets. I'll be back with you Monday. Have a great weekend.